welcome to Kraken One Open with Mike and Elise. <laughs> You're making this real awkward. <laughs> that's it. That's my part. My part that's, is done. That's the energy you're bringing. That's today. the energy I'm bringing. Cool. You get the titles. I, I, I kid, I kid, I kid, <laughs> I kid. So baby, uh, I've heard a rumor down the grapevine and mm-hmm. down by the grapevine, I mean the two of us and I already know what we're drinking. Yeah. That what we're drinking isn't exactly beer today. Hmm. You may have heard correctly. What? <laughs> I mean, we're still cracking it, so like it counts, right? As long as we're cracking one open. All right. So but if you ever bring a jar of pickles into this, I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> no promises. Now that you brought that up, I wasn't thinking about it before, but now what if I just like, what if I went to a cannery and had them like custom pour pickle juice into a can and then. I mean, pickles are already in cans, so you technically already crack them open. Yeah, but I, also know that I feel like the beer, effort would be worth the reward. <sighs> anyway. Dislike. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so this week, we are cracking open a hard sour cider from Graft Cidery, and it's called, drumroll please, Comes and goes. Uh, <laughs> waka waka waka. <laughs> so this can, um, actually, pretty much any can it seems from Graft, uh, caught my eye at the liquor store because of the can art. Um, when I saw that it was a sour cider, I was like, "All right, that's that's going in the six pack." So Graft Cidery is located in Newburgh, New York, which is in the Hudson Valley area. And it was founded by siblings Kyle and Sarah Scherer, who wanted to develop a new kind of cider company. Their concept was twofold, paying respect to the old world style of cider making while simultaneously experimenting with modern brewing techniques. So all of Graf ciders employ century-old European traditions using wild yeast and bacteria to ferment to dryness. They then harness the flavor profiles created from the style of natural cider and develop unique and innovative styles, which take a nod from some of the best craft beer producers in the world. And that's from their website. (laughs) (laughs) So Graft is a relatively small-scale operation at the moment. They distribute online and in most states up and down the East Coast. And then their ciders are also available in a limited capacity in Canada, Europe, Japan, and China. That's interesting. Yeah. That they're smaller, but then they also ship around the world. mm -hmm. Um, And I did see on their Instagram that last month in August, they did a tap takeover at ET Brewery in China. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Interesting way to, to spread the... Spread the good brew. I wonder if they get some of their apples from China. Uh, since I, China is... I will get to it. Ooh, <laughs> I guess stuff. <laughs> they actually do not have a tap room of their own yet. Um, according to an article I found from October of last year, they had big plans in the works. Um, they were actually looking to expand into an old textile mill and renovate it to include a production and distribution center as well as a tasting room and event space. But the plan was to have that construction done this spring. So obviously that was uh, 
paused <laughs> and I couldn't find anything about, you know, when it would resume or whatnot. Whop, 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 whop. COVID ruins everything. Uh, so let's talk about sour cider. <laughs> let's talk about apples, yo. Uh, so this style of fermentation, typically at warm temperatures uh, with wild yeast and bacteria lives on that actually lives on the skin of the apples. Um, this creates a cider that has a range of complex flavors and a lactic tartness. In terms of acidity, they say that their ciders have a pretty wide range, um, but they tend to favor tartness as opposed to like full on warhead sour, which they have achieved in the past. But like they kind of they try to vary it. Now I'm intrigued by getting this warhead sour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the wild yeast that they mention uh, can be found in large quantities on the skin of the fruit that they use, and the strains of the yeast vary greatly and help develop complex aromatics in the cider. They actually ferment with both the wild yeast that comes with the fruit itself, as well as a wild yeast strain of Bretonomyces that were they were able to isolate off of a wild apple tree by the roadside right outside of New Paltz, New York. I thought that what? was a, yeah. I thought that was a neat little tidbit, kind of like how Two Roads makes Urban Funk for, with the yeast that they collected right after Superstorm Sandy. So these guys just they just found an old apple tree and were like, "What kind of crap can we scrape off of this thing?" Yeah, throw it in the barrel. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> So Graft is a New York farm cidery, so they source all of their apples locally from New York State. There's the answer to your question. Most of them um, are actually within the Hudson Valley. So like extremely local to the cidery. And then the apples are pressed by Menard Farms. But, 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 but. What? But apples don't grow all year round. Maybe they take in a surplus to last the, the time that they need it. I don't know. Did you look up how many apples it takes to like fill one can of cider? No, I didn't see that on the website, but now you got me curious. Because it's got to be a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of apples. Oh, man, that sounds wasteful. <laughs> well, not wasteful, but they got to gather so many apples within that one short season where apples are available. Yeah. That's why I figured maybe they got China because China oh. is the opposite seasons from us or parts of China anyway. Yeah. So that you can go, oh, apples are there. Okay, now apples are here and back mm-hmm. and forth. Yeah, Weird. I mean. They said that they get all of their apples locally, but you do have a good point. So maybe they source it from specific other places that have like a... Or the apple farms they get from are just ginormous. Yeah. (laughs) So Comes and Goza is one of their year-round flagship ciders. And they describe it like this. Bursting with orange peel, coriander, and pink sea salt, Comes and Goza is the thirst quencher you never knew you needed. Until now. (laughs) <laughs> it clocks in at 4.9% ABV, has zero grams of sugar, one gram of carbs, 100 calories, and it's gluten-free. Most of their beers are actually extremely low in sugar and carbs, and they are all gluten-free because as a winery, Graft is not allowed to use malts or grains. Question. Yes. Now, I mentioned this when I first saw you bring these cans home. And I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the next sentence in my notes is, so one of the first thing you asked when I brought this home was, (laughs) how is it possible for something to be made from fruit 
to have zero grams of sugar. Does it make sense? Does not compute. (laughs) Well, cider, despite conventional thinking, actually wants to ferment all the way to dryness. So to add back sweetness would require killing or removing all yeast and bacteria through the addition of sulfites and sorbates, pasteurization and or filtration. And Graft believes in keeping their ingredients as raw as possible from the farm. So they do not add stabilizers or chemicals like that. So by the time we're drinking it, the bacteria, which is the same as in beer, it needs that sugar to eat. That's its energy source. So by the time we've drank it, the bacteria and the the yeast and all that stuff has has eaten up all the sugar. That would be my interpretation. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. I I accept. Thanks. Cider fesser. Not quite yet. (laughs) Let's not go that far. Um, But when they really need that extra touch of sweetness, they actually use a small amount of lactose instead. But they only use that in a specific line of beers called Cloud City. And those are all, quote unquote, dreamsicle ciders. And it's clearly labeled on the cans for those people who are sensitive so they know they can avoid it. So despite the name, this is a Goza-inspired style of cider, Um, not an actual Goza, obviously. So yes, salt apparently pairs so well with sour cider that they add a small amount of sea salt to their ciders to make them pop and then finish them off with everything from citrus zest to flowers and spices. Ooh, flowers. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see if we like this, like how we feel about it. Neither of us are generally big fans of hard cider. But at the same time, our exposure has been fairly limited to hard ciders and certainly nothing like this before. I have probably had half a dozen different types of hard cider so yeah. far. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Because ciders technically tastes like apple cider, which tastes like bad apple juice. <laughs> I am a huge apple juice fan. It's true. And I can drink 80 gallons of it, which <laughs> really is not good for you, Tommy. No. But... <laughs> I can do that. And I think that's why I don't like ciders because then I drink ciders and it tastes like my apple juice has gone bad. Oh. So I have had numerous angry orchards, although there's one champagne style angry orchard that's okay. The rose one, I thought. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Some wine flavored one. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. So I'm interested to see if by adding the goes area part to it, Mm -hmm. making it fancy, if it'll be a little bit more palatable for me. I can drink apple. If you gave me a hard cider, I was like, this is what you got. I'd shrug and drink it. Like, yeah. I don't despise it. Like, I probably like ciders. Maybe I would rather drink a cider than a Saison at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll drink pretty much anything. But it's true. Mm. But um, like I said, they have a bunch of really uh, interesting sounding ones, including an aged farmhouse cider, a hop mimosa cider that has orange zest and is dry hopped with citra. A rhubarb rose cider that has rhubarb, obviously. Hibiscus uh, dried blood orange and rooibos. A Moscow mule cider. A goza, a goza margarita cider. And a honey horchata cider. The list just like, yeah. The horchata yeah. and a cider? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, they have a line of collaborations that they call the Shared Universe series. <laughs> Where they they work with breweries, wineries, and meaderies. Uh, they also have an experimental line too called the Book of Nomad, where they do just one offs, and they all sound 
pretty out there. Sake ciders, slushy ciders, mochi ciders, etc. Those actually you, sound pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look on the website, um, along with the description of each cider in the Book of Nomad series, there's actually a story that goes along with it. That's why it's the Book of Nomad. Yeah, like they <laughs> but they build on the stories, and and each each part is an adventure of Nomad and Dog. Those are the characters <laughs> um, with each new release. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And one last fun fact: ciders pair great with fatty and salted meats and fish, pizza, creamy pasta, cheese, and charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> so yeah. Let's uh, let's crack this baby open. Before we do that, I just want to say that um, when you said it pairs well with pizza, I don't think there's anything that doesn't pair well with pizza because yeah. pizza is delicious. It's true. All right. I'm going to get it. Okay. <laughs> and now the cracking of one open. <laughs> oh, that got me. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very light color which i mean is to be expected it's a cider it, yeah. i don't do that i don't even know if ciders technically have an srm rating low <laughs> yeah okay it smells kind of like a uh, like an area two beer or a sour or a hermit thrush or one of these specialty yeah. sours yeah. it smells like one of the fancy experimental beers mm-hmm. i did notice when i poured the canter at the end Just all quite this a bit of sediment and sediment yep. no, i guess not yeast but all the sediment went on yep. the bottom. But it smells like a beer. A fruity beer. Clink. Ooh, the saltiness is interesting. Oh, that's weird. I get the, the saltiness and the spice, the cor- that coriander. Yeah, the coriander think- is definitely there. Because it's similar to the Thimble Island beer with coriander we, we had last summer. Mm-hmm. Rita. Yes. Which was another sour. It's really Part mellow. It is. It's very chill. And it doesn't, it's not super sweet. Yeah, but it has like a, it It has the mouthfeel of something that would be sweet, if that makes sense. It makes you want to think it's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Because it kind of has, it's got an apple taste. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, but they're like, it's not sweet apple. Not. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to, the orange peel is very, very subtle. I'm all in on the salt and coriander. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting with a little bit of that. Yeah. I don't know if I get. I forgot all about the orange peel. I don't mm-hmm. know if I get the orange peel, but I would imagine it might be there to mellow out the other flavors and marry yeah, them together. That's true. Maybe that's why we're not tasting it. It's also got a lot of little bubbles that really like dance on my tongue, which mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of digging. I almost kind of wish that they specified what kind of apples that they use. I, I didn't yeah, see that anywhere. Cool. I imagine some apples are better for cidering and some apples probably suck for oh, cider. Oh yeah, for, for sure. There are so many different uses for apples whether you're going to use them for baking or for juicing or just for eating and like what you know whether you want something juicy and crunchy or sweet and i mean i hate this word but mealy like a macintosh versus uh, a granny smith granny smith's all the way what what (laughs) team granny smith if your apple ain't green keep it away from me i was gonna have like a rhyme but yeah, like it was gonna be mean, it. but I, I didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> I kind of like this a lot, and I'm really surprised. I thought at best I would think it was okay. Yeah, but it doesn't have that appleiness 
that makes me think that it's bad apple juice. Like a lot of other ciders, like Angry mm-hmm. Orchard, for exa- uh, example, made it taste like. Mm-hmm. And it tastes nothing like the other cider I did like was at Bishop's Orchard, the one that's made with their apples. I actually liked that because it tasted more like bubbly apple juice and didn't have that, yes. hey, this cider went bad kind of it, this apple juice went bad kind of a way. Mm-hmm. This I like because it doesn't really, it has that apple backbone, but the coriander and the salt really make it beery. But at the same time, if you don't like beer, if you don't like the yeasty bitterness of beer, then this is something that you might really dig. This is something that you might really enjoy. It marries kind of, I think, the people that drink cider, because I think a lot of people who really like cider drink cider because A, maybe they have a gluten intolerance, mm-hmm. or B, they just really don't like beer. Yeah. And instead of hard alcohol, this is something you can chill out and drink a lot of or have on a, like a hot summer day or at a party. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get a beer drinker to usually drink these beers. No. Whereas in this case, A, it's a Goza style. As much as they can. <laughs> yeah. It's got that coriander. It's got that. It's got all the things that make you really into like get you really into beer, but in, in a cider. And I think it they did really a really works. good job with that. Yeah. Now I'm interested to try more of these. Me too. These ones. For sure. Congrats, Greft. <laughs> you won him over. Yeah. You won me over. Ciders in general. Have some work to do. Yeah. You got to step up your game. I don't think Angry Orchard is getting me anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I'm still unlikely to go into a restaurant. Angry and go, Orchard still doesn't have me. Yeah. I'm still unlikely to go into a restaurant and go, I'll take, oh, yeah, I'll take that cider. Yeah. But you know, if I see Kraft, maybe. I can't say, I, I don't think I've seen this on tap locally. I've never seen Kraft anywhere yet. You, yeah. <laughs> you also wouldn't pay attention to it just based on the fact that it was a cider. Yeah. I wouldn't memorize the name. Yeah. Yeah. Usually I see cider on a menu and I just go, that's yep. not a, dr- <laughs> not for me. I mean, that's on draft, I guess, but I don't know if that counts as draft. <laughs> This is very good, as you can tell, because You're, I yeah. have almost finished this already. Wow. This is highly drinkable. Extremely. Not too salty, even if you're not like if you like salty beers, but sometimes no, they're kind no, of definitely not drying. This isn't drying. The coriander is just like a hint. No flavor is overpowering. It's super refreshing. I'm kind of sad we didn't discover this like earlier in the summer. Well, the good news is there's still a few more weeks of summer left. It's true. Did you notice if our liquor store had more than just this one flavor? They did, but I didn't pay attention to which. Gotcha. I just saw the Goza and I was like, done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, I am pleasantly surprised. surprised. (laughs) I know that for the most part, you know, we try to give the positive notes. We try not to be too negative in this podcast anyway. But you were fully ready but to I was to fully ready to this. just kind of be like, <laughs> it's really just not for me. Like yeah. be positive, but in like a way where it's like I could step away from it. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't. I have no negatives on this. This yeah. is really, really fantastic. I was fully expecting to end the podcast and go, OK. Or even like after we finished our tasting notes, go like before we finish the podcast, let me get a real beer. <laughs> <laughs> But instead, I'm just really disappointed we only got two of these and yeah. I can't go get another crack open another one of these. <laughs> this is that good. This is fantastic. Awesome. This is really good. Baby, ba- good choice. Congrats. Thank you. And good clink. <laughs> Very good clink. <laughs> All right. So the can art, which Elise really loves. <laughs> I do. The reason she was drawn to this is because this is is the whole can, 12 ounce, by the way. Yep. Is... A muted pink, almost like a rose goldy kind of pink, mm-hmm. uh, but like a matte kind of finish. The word graft is just all on the top of the can, just 
one, two, three, four, five, six, six times yep. <laughs> or seven <laughs> times. Uh, so you know where it's from. But it's in white lettering and it's very thin. Uh, the main can art is of a town. I imagine maybe where they're made. Maybe it's Newburgh. Yeah, and maybe. there's a river. But there's a river going across, which is just speckled with white dots and a very like quaint town, almost like a, a German town. Oh, because it goes a. Yep. Yep. So it's like German style building. So you get a lot of that lattice work on all of the houses mm-hmm. and the, the long buildings, the long thin buildings. But it looks like a little church or farmhouse on the bottom. And there's a blimp in the air, which is weird. <laughs> and that's all done with these this uh, like mint green kind of color, which is another reason Elise probably liked it. An orange sun in the background <laughs> and a guy It's totally in a, not a the boat. pink and teal. <laughs> and a- <laughs> it's, it's very feminine. And I don't mean that in kind of like a negative way. It's just yeah. those colors are, are what you associate with like kind of feminine products. But it is eye-catching because those colors really like that green pops out. It's almost like a storybook. It's- like one of yeah. those off-printed storybooks. And that's the, so they, they have one artist that does all of their, their artwork. And I have the, the page of the book of nomad artwork pulled up to show you mm-hmm. just because it's, it's so impressive. And he actually has a, um, what's it called? Uh, studio six or page six or the, that website where you can upload your artwork and have it printed on canvas or phone cases or okay. blankets. There's a few or, sites like that. So, okay. Yeah. So it, it is on their website, graftcidery.com where you can order their beer or they'll link you to their, their, their artist, their cider. Their, their cider. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, force of habit. <laughs> <laughs> or you can find the artist and his, uh, the rest of his artwork as well. No, oh, yeah. It's really cool. It's really eye catching. The colors are really what grabs you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the simplicity of it. And in the middle of the river that says comes and goes, a, um, written in a, a cursive font, very much like a storybook. The whole thing is very yeah. storybooky. Then on the bottom it says goes wit cider, Germany again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fruity and spiced. And then you get your notes on the side. So in the back of the can, there's this little panel with your government warning. A picture of the blimp. Is the blimp their logo? I don't think they. Because really... on the panel, the blimp is there again oh, in a line yeah. format. It is. Yeah, it is. OK, so they're. Logo is a blimp, a fishy looking blimp. <laughs> Which they didn't explain anywhere. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, maybe it's from the Book that. of Nomad. Ooh. <laughs> so it says on the, on the side as your notes, it says Hudson Valley, sour cider, dry and tart. Ingredients, New York apples, orange zest, coriander, organic orange extract, pink sea salt. So it's got orange extract too. So it's got orange Ooh. zest and extract. So, But Ex- we can't taste it. So it's got to be there to mellow out or... Maybe not mellow out the other flavors. Maybe it's there to mellow out the apple. Maybe. I could also see it being there to mellow out the coriander because coriander is a very strong spice. It is. It's why I actually didn't like the Thimble Island Rita when we first had it. Yeah. And it took me a little while to well, get into it. That's also the the one that we're talking about. The Rita <laughs> is part of their Sour Siren series. It was supposed to be the Margarita Goza. I believe it also has cracked pepper. Yes. Which also really threw us off just because we weren't expecting it. Um, but once we had it on tap at the brewery, it was like a game changer. Yeah. It's one of those ones that just take you a couple of times to drink it where yeah. you're like, love it. Which and there was that is weird... my experience with Geyser Goza. Yeah. Well, there was my that favorite also, beer of all time. Um, that weird dogfish head one, the sea salt and lime and pepper. Oh, yeah. It took us like the whole six pack to like it. Then yeah. we got another six pack afterward. Yep. Yep. 
which I believe they also released again this year. And they I did. Had it, I, I had saw it on it. draft at a restaurant. Yeah. Like in early May or something. I can't remember what it's called, but it is excellent. Yep. As with most other things, Dogfish Head. See, it's interesting that they have the orange and you can't really taste it, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Pink sea salt's probably why the can is pink, by the way. Yep. I was going to mention that earlier. 4.9 alcohol by volume, zero gram sugar, 100 calories, gluten-free, crafted and canned by Graft Cider in Newburgh, New York. Hashtag future cider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you can, if you're around where Graft is available, pick it up. And there's a lot of cideries popping up all around, at least around here. We're, we're big on apples in the Northeast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, apple picking, apple pies. Apple, no. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's really like... A thing, a thing elsewhere out west. I'm I'm sure they have orchards, and I'm sure oh, yeah. they make apples. I'm not a moron, <laughs> but <laughs> well, maybe I am. But I always see like in popular culture and stuff, and movies and TV. It always seems like apple picking and apples and all that is very East Coast, yeah, and very Northeast specifically. So leafers, yeah. I don't know if cideries are as big out west as they are seeming to pop yeah. up here, but. No, that, I feel like that that's a legit question. If if you've got a cidery out there that's doing stuff like graft, mm-hmm. or if you're near graft, go check them out. Yeah. Because like this makes me want to, I know we have a couple cideries around here. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to check them out now to see if they're doing stuff like, like this. this. I will say. Because adding like, beer stuff changes it. Yeah. The techniques that they were describing on the website does make it seem like they are hashtag future cider. Like this is something unique and like i said they they ship to every state that it's legal to ship alcohol to you just have to have someone you know 21 or older to sign so if you are not in the the area then you can you can go to graphcidery.com and order it i think that's going to be something that continues to grow as well that kind of order your beer and had it shipped to you yeah just 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 because of the new age we're living in of traveling is a it's more more convenient And they want, they don't want businesses to fail. Exactly. So why not increase laws and what you can do and to go orders and stuff like that? It's Mm -hmm. already happening. Mm -hmm. And I can see it expanding from there, which is going to be great. I don't think it's going to go away after. It's going to be great for us in terms of getting beer and and ciders and wines and booze from all over the country. Mm -hmm. And I think it's awesome because it really unites everybody and then lets you like have a full experience and try things you would normally, normally never be able, be to, able try. to try. Yeah. So Graph Cidery, check yeah. them out. Fantastic. Check out a cidery near you. If also you don't, check out this artwork before we check it out on the air. Yeah. <laughs> and these are the stories that go along with it as well. Not that I want you to read the stories, but um, well, I'll read the stories later. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome, right? I like that a lot better than <laughs> the comes and goes can is kind of lame compared to the rest of these. Oh, They're that one's epic. awesome. They have one with robots. I do like that there's a dog in every one. Yep. I mean, that makes me want it more. A dog well. named dog. These are all really cool cans. Yeah, that's really neat. Pick up Graft. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, well, let me ask you this because yeah. I, I was, I'm going on and on about the tasting notes, which mm-hmm. I, I normally take over at this point because I talk too much. <laughs> when you. It's why I love you. <laughs> when you bought this, did you mm-hmm. also have like. Oh, it's interesting, but I might not like, were you also kind of apprehensive about it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because neither of us have 
have really ever been crazy about ciders. I've I feel like I've had even less experience than you have as in terms of hard ciders. Well, I'm yeah, when you sure don't I've like had, something, you kind of just are like, I'm yeah. not even going to try anymore. Yeah, like I've, sometimes I've had ang- I go, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I've had Angry Orchard. I'm sure I've had at least one or two others, but really, that's all I'm going on because it was such a a meh experience before. Right. They're not bad. I've never had a bad cider. Yeah. I've just always been like, something's wrong with my You know apple what? Juice. I'd rather have something else. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a tall glass of Mott's, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is fantastic. I am immediately, when we're done with this, but we're, we got to make dinner and I got to record another podcast and then I got to <laughs> edit another podcast. But at some point tonight, I will be looking up our closest cider because I know there's one very close. Yeah. And I'll be looking up their hours and being like, maybe we're checking one of those out this week or next week. Because this really is awesome. And it it could be trying more experimental beers. Mm -hmm. Like it does smell like a Two Roads Area 2. Yeah, we were talking about that. Type beer. It might have opened me up to trying new ciders and new. I don't know. What would you call? What do you call those kind of things? I think there's a name for it. Like ciders. And seltzers and beers and meads. There's like a like a collective name for it where it's like the low alcohol content stuff. Oh, I I think I think there's a name for it. Honestly, don't know. But it makes me want to go out and try more of those. And, yeah. and and even ones that maybe I've had a couple of and didn't like. Like if you can dress up cider this well and and make it something I really like. Yeah. Then you're doing something then, right. Oh man. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm done. I'm done splooging over this cider. <laughs> <laughs> what All you right. got baby you got any last words graft graft comes and goes up pick your cans up today yeah basically uh this is one of their like i said this is one of their flagship beers but if uh this sounds really interesting to you be sure to keep an eye out because they do have all of those collaborations in the shared universe series they have all of the one-offs um in the cloud was it the cloud city cloud city um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Well, Cloud City is the lactose beers. No, Cloud, yeah, Cloud City is the Dreamsicle beers, which I don't, cream, I'm sorry, Cloud City is the, the Dreamsicle ciders, which I don't think I saw any of at our liquor store, but it's something we can order. And then there's the Book of Nomad and Shared Series, Shared Universe Series. So, yeah. Be- before we move on, mm-hmm. it's crazy they don't have a tap room. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's what they were looking to to expand upon as of last year. They are only three years old. It's still just crazy that you don't have a tap room. I always feel like tap room comes first and then you ship it off second. <laughs> that's just every brewery around here. That's how they've have they've done it. Yeah. So that's 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 very interesting. Yeah, I, di- I didn't see any uh, particular reason why they opted out of having a tap room. Maybe it was just like my guess is they made a deal with liquor store. They. That's how they started yeah. by showing liquor Plus, stores. Yeah, it's New like, York if is, I made this, would you sell it? New York is weird with their licensing. Yes, so. we went to college in New York and their liquor laws are, I mean, Connecticut's their, liquor their laws liquor are- Their liquor laws are wild. Yeah. Connecticut liquor laws were, up They're, until very recently, were just very- Strict. Antiquated. Yeah. Uh, New York liquor laws are just wild. Yeah. <laughs> They're weird. They're really bizarre. Yeah. Ours are stupidly strict. Theirs are less strict, but just strange. Yeah. <laughs> Like you can sell beer in a separate location, in a separate location. Yeah. But the separate (laughs) location is just like a wall, like a porch, basically next to the grocery store. But you can still sell it. 
That's that one liquor store we went to, but I'm sure there's bunches that do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. You got anything else for us? I do not. I feel like we're <gasps> rambling at this point. So check it out. Graph Cidery. And uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, and share it with your friends. And maybe subscribe to catch our future episodes. <laughs> you can find us on KrakenOneOpen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KrakenOneOpen. Or shoot us an email at crackandwoodopen at gmail.com uh, with any questions, comments, suggestions. We want to hear from you. So is there anything that you would like to plug? I've got two other podcasts I do. I've got Forgotten Cinema I do with my buddy Mike Field. Join us every Wednesday while we talk about movies that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences. Whether it be because a more popular movie came out at the same time or the movie simply didn't catch on with audiences in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movies. Maybe don't love about them, but we'll always recommend you revisit them. You never know when you're going to find your next forgotten gem. We'll talk about how the movie was made, forgotten facts about its production, who's in it, why we think it was forgotten in our notes. It's an awesome podcast available on ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com. It's part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Find us on social medias. Recommend movies. We do commercials every Thursday. Check those out, too. I've also got two player bros, a podcast with my buddy Dave, where we're two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and Dave every Thursday where we talk about the latest in video game news, previews, and reviews from Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, PC, VR. We have it all. We play it all. We try it all. We learn it all. Every other week, join us for a post-game report where we'll take on a brand new game or a new classic and discuss how the game was made, perhaps some fun facts that we found out about its production and what we feel about the game and if it's worth getting or not. Post-games are every other week. The news and reviews are every other week up before that. Every Thursday, join us at twoplayerbros.com, also part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. I've also got a bunch of audiobooks I do. Mm -hmm. Please help me feed and take care of Elise by purchasing my audiobooks on <laughs> audible.com so look for my name Michael Butler I've got a few horror books out there a couple of short story books I've got more coming out on the way I have about eight or nine books on that one of them I'm doing a British accent so yeah, uh, check it out <laughs> that's what I got <laughs> and a special thanks for our theme which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert until next time Cheers. Cheers. That was weak. Let's do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More cider.